following podcast may contain adult content and strong language. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hold or on a second. Close let's, to let's it. Let's do an O together. Okay. One, two, three. Oh! oh! Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Merry whatever Christmas. it may be, wherever you may be in the world. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. And, uh, you know, uh, it's not the new year yet, I guess. It's but the holiday season. Yes. Whoop de doo. Whoop de doo. Yeah. But, dickery uh, dickery duck. Here we are. We're in Studio B. We're in Studio B again, and we're we, we're bringing. I always want to say viewers, but listeners. We've got Christmas aromatics. We've got what do we have? What's hold on? It's over here. We're it's running like spruce. It's not the traditional balsam fir, which is my preferred holiday candle. You like a you like the balsam. Love oh, the balsam. Well, fir. well this I was balsam over Douglas. Yeah. Hmm. Do you now? Do you also like the balsam? As your Christmas tree. Oh, we, uh, we're going to get into this. We always had a fake tree growing up. Okay. So I, uh, we had like a real tree maybe two years of my life that I remember, and I don't remember what we got. Silence my telephone. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I just remember always having the fake tree, and you got to spread the branches on the fake tree. You got to fluff it. Every year because right. it sits away folded up for eleven months of the year, yep. and then you gotta gotta fold it. No matter no matter how much you fluff, you always feel like there's more fluffing. Yeah. I have a small fake tree down here. We we had a real tree always growing up. Yes, and uh, but so then yeah, I have to fluff the tr- I have to fluff yes. up the tree. Is that still the tree we had in oh, the yeah. apartment? Uh, that's the one. That's the one. I don't really have room for a tree here. I mean, I guess I could. You put got it lights right there. It's, it's good. I got lights. Camera. You could easily find a little tiny tree if you want. Yeah, but it's good. It's festive in here. You got the sense. Got the good. sense. It's fine. You're the, very jovial. Jovial. It's you know, even though there's not a lot of sunshine this time of year. Yeah, it gets late early. Gets late early, and uh, I guess the shortest day of the year is fast approaching, December. The 21st. December the 21st. Otherwise known as the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. Um, but so here here we are. And uh, it's been a while since we've recorded. That's kind of our theme. Yes. I'm looking right. for my device. I'm He's doing a, for his a device. Roam. He's yeah. up. He's around. We're the doing room. a roam. Oh, he found it. Yes. Well, we run we run fairly long cables on this podcast. So we you do. do have a decent we do. amount so of umbilical. You get a, get a good amount of Actually, one time I remember. Feed. One time I remember in the old studio way, we took the microphone all the way into the closet to look at clothes. Yes, I do. And there was enough room for that. Would you like to hear of an interesting issue I had recently? Yes, face the microphone. Yes. There you go. <laughs> so, recently, folks, I had the COVID-19, the coronavirus. Oh, that's right. Um, very mild, but still stayed inside for however long. And... It was in late October, 
And here in this area, we had a heat wave where it was about 80 degrees for the days that I was stuck inside. And my building is shut off the air conditioning as well. So I literally, I think, sweat the virus out of me. Oh, yeah, you schwitzed it. And But what was happening was it had been so cold that all outside, all you saw was ladybugs because of the heat. And these windows are not very sealed. So ladybugs kept crawling into, and I was catching about 30 of them a day. Oh, wow. So, so many that you noticed it. Yes. And you know what I was using to catch them? A vacuum cleaner. Oh, just vacuuming up ladybugs. I'd be on the phone with work, and then I'd mute it, and then I'd go, (laughs) and I'd vacuum (laughs) off the ceiling. Oh, God. All these ladybugs off the ceiling. But ever since it got cold, they've disappeared now. Is the ladybug a beetle? It is in the beetle family. It's in the beetle family. They're harmless, but they release a pheromone when they're frightened and when you suck them up with the vacuum. And you were smelling this? And I would smell this all while I had COVID and I was sweating and I, I, I was don't vacuuming. Know. I don't think I know what a ladybug smells like. Oh, uh, dude, it's not great. Um, but yeah, that, that was my experience with these ladybugs here. But they're gone now. Gone for the season. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 troubling. But you're better now. I'm better now. That's good. No ladybugs, no COVID. No COVID. So, Christmas time is here. Christmas time. I got the COVID on an excursion we went on. Yeah, and I sat next to you for several hours. I definitely got it. Yeah, we haven't recorded since then. That was a fun excursion. It, we, we did a railway excursion to mm-hmm. uh, Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Yes, and Matt's Gross of episode six fame, I yes. believe. He was he Return of the this. Jedi. Um, um, he we we always say um at the same time, it, and it was like their fall festival that weekend as well. So there were way too many people than this town could accommodate. Oh yeah, it was murder finding a bathroom. Like I don't think I caught it on the train. I thought I caught it like when we were going into those little shops and like being so tight and waiting for the bathroom it's just amazing because i didn't get it i was right next to you the majority of the day like very close closer than normal yes way we sat on the same chair i know we're not even we we keep having slip-ups what is happening and uh that was a long day but it was that was a long day we got up at i got up at about 4 30 in the morning Mm -hmm. i got up at 4 15 to get to your house by five did we leave at five or did we, we left, leave it like we left at five? Okay. We left at five, got there seven thirty, maybe. And then we ate at a no frill uh, diner. No, it was no frills. It was no frills. It there was, were not, truly, was not a frill to be found. Not a frill to be found in this diner. You go on the train from about I don't know, eight in the morning until almost noon. Till almost noon. Then you're in this town for three hours. Maybe three and a half. And then you take the train back. Then you take the train back and you get back at like 7.30. But then we still had to drive two and a half hours to get back. And we still had back. to eat, so we went back to the No Frills yeah, Diner. Yeah, so we went back to the No Frills Diner. Still No Frills. Still No Frills. Drove all the way back. I and had then, a car crash of a turkey club sandwich. Yeah. I. You remember those... Uh, potato skins that they gave me oh, that yeah. was all like it was like it was like take a take a russet potato like an idaho yeah. potato cut it in half and then scoop out a tablespoon's worth of potato meat 
Yes. And that was what they called a potato skin. And there was like the fake cheese that you squeeze out of the out of the bottle. Oh, it was it was whiz. We were in Pennsylvania. We were in we were in uh-huh. heart disease country, that's yeah. for sure. And uh I mean the burger I didn't care about because I was so hungry and we needed fuel before we had to leave. And I mean, our day started at like four thirty in the morning and wrapped up in the same location ten thirty. Oh yeah. I got home at eleven. Yeah. 11 o'clock. Can you imagine after that having to then drive the Rock Creek Parkway? That's what I did. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to... Oh, it's a freaking slalom. Here's what I always... Here's here's what I always want. So you don't take Rock Creek on a daily basis. No, that, I that's take it whenever I come to you. So for those for, who, yeah, go ahead. who don't know, in the mornings and the afternoons, they have one-way traffic on the Rock Creek yes, Parkway. and for even greater context, this is kind of a highway that's through the middle of Washington, D.C. And it's very windy... Very narrow. There is not 50 feet of straight road on this, and Correct. people drive down it like at 60 miles an yes. hour. It is a 35-mile-an-hour speed limit zone. It is extremely dangerous. Yes. And so they will close it off, but I've always wanted to see who does the changing of the guard, because I've oh, never how, seen this. They, change, they make it all one way for only like three hours a day. Three, yes. For three hours in the morning, going south is one way, out of the city. And then going north is your one way in the afternoon. It is a Charlie Foxtrot. It's Charlie. But I always want to see who's putting those cones out. I never see anybody doing yeah, this because I'm never around to see the changing of the guard. Do they have to wait for like one? Like, do they have to wait for people to stop going the other way and then like, oh, now's our chance? Yeah. Like, what do you do? Up oh, is one more. Ah! I don't know. Like, do you have to reroute everybody or is it so dead at one point? Yeah, I don't know. I always, I we, I, again, we always talk a lot about traffic dynamics. I, I wonder. But it's interesting because uh, now I take the Rock Creek Parkway probably every day. Oh yeah. And uh, it's, it's not. I mean, it moves. You're not going to be in traffic. It there. does move. You're going to move. It has its purpose. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, uh, we should discuss our Spotify Wrapped. Oh. It is Spotify Wrapped season. Yes, and this is my first year having Spotify Wrapped. This is correct. You, you've been an Apple man. That I was, and now I'm a Spotify man. That comes with the caveat that I got Spotify in March, so I don't have a full 12 months of data. Okay. Um, here's my question. So Spotify Wrapped, they usually do around the same time every year, right after Thanksgiving, about... There's still another month left in the year. Does that count towards your next Spotify wrapped? It must. It or must reset it... after they generate the playlist. Okay. So let's let's see. Do you want or, me to do mine first or yours for are we it, comp- it, I don't know. Go uh um, How are we doing this? Let's do one let's do number one at a time. Okay. All right. Who's your number one? I, I gotta go. Or actually go number five first. Okay, my number five. Uh I'm going through the stories here, so I don't I listened to 381 artists this year, apparently. Uh, let me see. Hmm. Let me see. I don't know how many artists I listened to. I just, I'm just i just interested in the top five, really. Okay. So my top artists... Uh, let me take a screenshot so I don't lose it. Um, let's see. Top five... Would be Def Leppard at number five. All right. Now you told me to listen to a Def Leppard record recently, which was actually really good. 
It's good. It, that that's one of the early ones. Um, number five for me was Corey Wong. Okay. Number four was the police. Oh, really? Yep. Listen to a lot of police. Okay. What was your number four? Number four for me was David Byrne. Okay. Number three was The Darkness. I don't know if you've ever listened to them. I've never um, listened to The Darkness. Number three. They, they're quite good. Um, okay. In fact, they were just in this area in concert, and I wish I saw them, but I didn't. What's your number three? My number three was The Beatles. Oh! I was surprised they made the top five, but I listened to a lot of Beatles We got to talk about that quote-unquote new song. We haven't talked about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll do that after this. Number two was Clapton. Good for you. Number Clapton two didn't was even Clapton. Place for me. Really? And I'm always the cla- I'm always the guy who's peddling Clapton. Okay, who was your who was your dose? Bleachers. Bleachers. Bleachers is a pop band led by Jack Antonoff. Oh, okay. I, I really I think good I know stuff. Who you're Do you like eighties music? They're kind of yeah. He does a lot of analog work. Mm-hmm. So his mixes have very fat sounds. They're awesome. My number one undefeated for the last five years. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Very good. Can just very rely good. on it. What's your number one? Talking Heads. There you go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, David Byrne and Talking Heads are kind of... Yes. Now, for Talking Heads, I am in the top 0.01%. Wow. That is one hundredth of 1%. Wow. I was in top 0.5 of Guns N' Roses, so I don't know how that works, but you're, you're in, like... I was getting emails all year from Talking Heads saying, "Thank you, thank you for being for one being of our top, our top listeners. listeners. And if you'd like, you can buy this shirt." Wow, um, which I didn't do, but one of them was one of them was cool because it had the lyrics to "Once in a Lifetime" on it. Yeah, I'm looking at my. Uh... That, of course, was in part due to the uh, the re-release of the famous concert film "Stop Making Sense," which you saw. I did see in the theater, and I'm not bringing it up just because I really liked it and think everybody should see it. I'm bringing it up because it was the first movie I've seen in the theater in two and a half years. Probably since we saw that Sopranos movie. Since we saw the Sopranos yes. movie in the theater. Yes. Um, the Many Saints of Newark. The Many Saints of Newark. Yeah, Stop Making Sense was great. It had a great... It sounded like a concert, so it was perfect. It's a, they, were, they were a great band, especially in 83. And was it, just, it mixed well? They remixed it for the theater. It was mixed really well. You Good. could hear everybody. Good. They actually played around because they had a deluxe edition of the album come out, and mm. that's what got me listening to Talking Heads again. Wow. I, I got to hand it to Spotify. You really got to leverage your daily mixes and things like that. I don't use my dailies. I do my ones that are vibes if I'm going to do a mix. I'll do like, okay, let's do the chill mix. Let's yeah, do the happy mix. I do, because like sometimes they'll do like, oh, here's your rock mix. Here's your blues mix. I like those too. Or, or I'll listen to those or the daily mixes. But to me, nothing beats just playing one song that's the vibe and then skipping and, then just, and yeah. letting it play recommended songs. That's always what I do. And I've found so many new artists that and way. And you can do that for any song. You can tune into that song's radio and be like, oh, if you're listening I, to... I do like that. Like Layla or whatever. Just be like, here's Layla Radio. And they'll yeah, just it's play. Perfect. Yeah. No, I really like Spotify. I like those features better than Apple. I just still... If I'm being honest, I'm going to give a little wag of the finger to Spotify. Apple streams in lo- all of Apple's default is lossless audio and they support Dolby Atmos. It's not relevant because I don't listen to surround sound, but I I like to listen in two channels. Well, here's my thing. And here's a little secret. You probably don't even know this. I have Spotify and that's where I will do the majority of my music consumption. 
But if there's a song I really like and I really like listening to and I really want to truly listen to it, I will buy it on Apple because it sounds better. Yeah, no, Apple streams in and Apple streams in much better quality. And I will buy it on there because it sounds louder, it sounds clearer. Yeah, it does. And especially on good speakers. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. Spotify, you're streaming music. I mean, they got endless amounts of music at your fingertips. It and doesn't it's like, bother me. No. So that's just what it is. Anyway, so... And I'm used to it. Speaking of the, the Beatles, this new... Well, before that, I wanted okay. to ask you this. With the Spotify wrapped... Now, I'm yes. not on social media. Yes. But have you... No, I love it... I remember when I was on social media. I love it when people post their wrapped and then they put the caption like, not even surprised. Yes. And I'm like... Well, you know, it was you listening to this music right. the rest of the year. I do appreciate when I see it and I see someone who is listening to things that absolutely no one else is listening to. And I'm like, I appreciate you for not going along with what the rest of people are doing. Like, let's be honest. Taylor Swift was probably in people's top five oh, yeah. this year, probably more Well, than and that's the other years. thing, because when people were getting on my case about changing to Spotify, they are like, oh my God, it, I like it because it helps me discover new music. I'm like, I've seen your rap the past <laughs> five years, and it's the same <laughs> it's the five same fucking thing. people. You're not listening to anything new. But anytime I saw somebody who didn't have Taylor Swift on there or anything like that, the not, only, that, not the, that there's anything wrong with her. The only but, repeat of artists from my last year's rap was Corey Wong. So there you go. You it's, and he was number five. The algorithm worked. Yeah, and it's to me, it's best to put those mixes on when you're cooking, when you're cleaning, when, when you don't want to have to be picking. Constantly. Right. Sometimes I like to do that. Right. I'm much more curated when it comes to driving, and what I can I'm listen very to. Very intentional with yes, driving. Can, and but when I'm just kind of just like moseying around, let let her rip and just see what you like. I want to give. Our good friend Cynthia Fioridia, shout out. This podcast was on her top five. Wow. Who's, uh, did we get like a report? I don't know because I don't distribute with Spotify. I distribute, that's right. That's right. That's I distribute right. with RSS. And it sends out to Spotify. And it's, it sends right. a feed to all of them. Right. Um, yeah. So thank you if you, uh, if you're listening wherever you may be in the world. I think I want to set up an email for this so people can write in. Can send in questions? Yeah, why not? That'd be fun. Yeah. I'll set up a Gmail for it. Send in questions. Well, uh, we'll, we'll tell you what it is. Uh, we'll, we'll help you with your dilemmas. Absolutely. You have dilemmas. Well, we could do an invite. Oh, this is great. This would yeah. be perfect for the new year. Yes. Um, um, so, yeah, you wanted to talk about the Beatles song. Okay. So it's called, uh, what is it called? Now and Then. Yes. Paul's version. Paul's version, <laughs> and for those of you who are not aware, apparently this is from a demo that John Lennon had recorded back in the 70s before he died. And after he died, Yoko Ono brought these demos to the rest of the Beatles and said, hey, you guys can do what you want with these. Um, and the audio was not clear enough on john's recording of this song and there was a heavy piano in the back and they had been trying to isolate the vocals from the piano but they couldn't do it for years so now they supposedly used ai to get rid of the piano and just have 
John's voice, which is kind of why he sounds like he's in a cone a little bit if you listen to it. Yeah. Um, which I think there's a misconception that they used AI to create like a recreation of his voice, which is not the case, I no, believe. No, that's not what they did. Um, and the first time I listened to it, I was like, all right, whatever. It's fine. It's interesting. You get a new Beatles song, but it grew on me and it got stuck in my head a lot. It, it never got to that point with me. I think I just... The thing about it is that the mix sounds modern. Right. It doesn't and it's sound... Not it doesn't sound like a Beatles song. Like it's from the 60s. Now, they did another song... Like, we're at the point, I'm telling you, with all this modern technology, mixes just sound different. There's no... There's nothing oh, yeah. that's necessarily better or worse about either way. The Beatles sound good on tape. They recorded on tape. Yep. Actually, the early recordings they did were wire recordings, but Yep. And that was um Tape sounds good. Tape does sound good, and that's uh that's actually I think I think Slash, otherwise known as Saul Hudson, in his solo band with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Their last album, I think they did on tape, and they did it all live. They did not like piece anything together. Yes, they just they just did it live because, and it does sound completely different when you do it that way. Yep, it does because um, you get bleed through. Right, uh, but anyway, so the Beatles song they had released a post Beatles Beatles song before. Had you ever heard "Free as a Bird"? Yeah, which I like. Free as a bird. I like that song. I honestly, I don't listen to the. I kind the Beatles kind of stop at Abbey Road for me. They do. That if you're talking be like, yes, it, please please me to Abbey Road. That's it. I do like Free as a Bird, and their solo work. Obviously, uh, George probably I think being maybe not the most commercially successful, but I think definitely yeah the most talented. And you can tell how suppressed he was because as soon as they split off, he released a triple length album of oh, brilliant songs. Yeah. And like songs where he's taking shots at the other Beatles and like Yeah. Um what is it? What a pity. Yeah, or Wah Wah. Wah Wah's uh, great. Clapton yeah. is on that. Yep. I think Ringo even played drums on that. Yeah. Um anyway, so now and then I thought was a it was refreshing um to hear that. And if I knew that if I was in middle school at like the peak of my Beatles Beatlemania, if you will. Yeah. I would have freaked out, like, and I would have, I would have been so over the moon about it. No matter how it's, even if it was shit. No, ab absolutely, that makes uh, that makes sense. And I was the same way in your anthology days. In my anthology, I gotta love the anthologies. I like, I like the anthologies; they're good. Um, anyway, so Beatles well, never did a Christmas album. No, and that's a perfect transition because I thought we should play our favorite game, this or this that, or that, and make it about Christmas in general. Okay. We could do music. Um, so Ooh, with music, we could do music. We could do movies. We could do anything. So okay, I'm going to start you off with one right now. Yes. Okay, it's time to play this or that, this or that. or that. Um, Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. One hundred percent. One hundred was big deal for Italian families to do Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, we didn't really do anything. Like Christmas Eve was all out. You're cleaning up all of Christmas Day. I yeah, we never went all out. We spent Christmas Eve. I have to pick Christmas Day because we host. We host, yeah. and also right, it's the same. We do the same family both days. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. 
and that's we do same both days, but we always host the Christmas Eve. That we always went somewhere Christmas Day. Um, but yeah, I I go but Christmas I like, Eve. I like the little fish fest. We never have seven because we only have like seven people. Yeah. So your yeah, house will, your fish. house will smell for a week. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Like, last year we did, we did we did like a seafood salad. We did oysters, which are my favorite. Um. So right. yeah, most Italians would pick Christmas Eve. I love Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, fake tree or real tree? Real. I go fake. I have a, I have a fake tree in my house though, but I do like a real tree. There's something uh, about the smell of it. We I would do always enjoy go to, the smell. We would always go to a farm and actually make a trip out of it and cut it down. And that and that's a big that's a big thing that a lot of people do. And that yeah, that's fun. A, that's a fun little mm-hmm. excursion to take. All right. So you, okay, Douglas fir or balsam fir? Balsam fir. You, you balsam. Balsam. Love balsam. He's going balsam. We're always a fan of the spruce. Yes. The spruce. Okay. Um, yeah, there's the blue spruce, then there's the Norway spruce. I yeah. like the blue. Okay. I'm going blue. Uh, animated Grinch or live action Live Grinch? action. Yeah, I know who I'm time. talking to. Yeah, I just wanted to you have know you who say you're talking it. I know, to. I, I know mean, live action. That's one, of my, that, that's one of those movies where without Jim Carrey, that movie's just not good or like, just, he is the star of the movie. Just weird. I mean, there's so many like Jim Carrey isms, but to this day, I will say this: the makeup is so good in that movie yeah. that I, to this day, cannot see his face in there. Yeah, it doesn't look like it him at all. It doesn't look it like him. It moves like him. Yes, it moves like him. And but that makeup he did a hundred times, and it took eight hours to put the makeup on every time, and then like yeah. another four to take it off or something like that. And he like lost his mind while he was filming it because like just doing that. Um, but live action. What about you? I mean, I was raising the animated one, but I I I, um, I watched the live action one again last year, and I was like, this movie really has his moment. It does. It's and you get Jeffrey Tambor too. You get Jeffrey Tambor as the mayor. Um, it's so just like. There's so many. Oh man, it's just a good. It's one. It's got good lines. It's got great. It's very quotable. Um. All right. So how about? Let's try to alternate. So your turn. Okay. Live action Grinch or Elf with Will Ferrell. I'll take Elf. I'll take Grinch. I know you're gonna take Grinch. But I do agree that Elf is great. Um. I'll go as far as to say that Elf is one of his best movies. I would agree with that. I, Elf is one of those that I remember seeing in the theater. Because I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of Will Ferrell and his movies, but... He does have his moments. He has his moments. I liked him on SNL a lot, but um, I... Elf is great. Jimmy Kahn, Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, Mary Steenburgen um, of Ted and Mary. And, Zoe and, Deschanel. And early, a very early Zoe Deschanel. Yes, um... And then and Ed Asner, Ed Asner, Ed, Ed Asner is Santa Claus, and and Bob Newhart. You're right, Bob, Bob Newhart's, Newhart's in, in that there. movie. <laughs> I That's right, about Bob Newhart. Yeah, the, the cast is kind of stacked. Uh, Jingle Bells or Sleigh Ride, and I'm just going on the song. You can pick whatever version of it you want. Sleigh Ride. Okay, what version do you like? I like the good old fashioned symphony orchestra one. Oh, the one that's the same, like... The one that you hear constantly. Yeah, exactly, that one. I like that one, because it has the horse at the end. Yeah. 
Um, Ella does a nice one of that. I like that. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Okay. As, okay, in my mind, there are two singers that encapsulate the Christmas season. I think I know one of them. And I want us to choose between the two of these. If, just, one, of, if one of them is who I think it is, that person's going to win. Go ahead. Just from their Christmas work, not any of their other work. Bing Crosby. Oh. Or Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. No question. I agree. Nat There's King no Cole. other human being on earth who should be allowed to sing Chestnuts. Chestnuts roast. I mean, I listen to Christmas classics on Spotify, mm-hmm. speaking of Spotify, and um, they half, the, I think half the songs are Nat King Cole. We, um, we hold that record until Christmas Day. You have to. And we have now an original pressing on vinyl, and we play it on a record player. It sounds unbelievable. I'm getting goosebumps <sighs> just thinking about it. Yeah. It sounds unbelievable on a vinyl record. Wow. Um, though I, I was saying this to, to my brother recently, Ella's version of Chestnuts Roasting is also pretty good. Yeah. But there's a lot of them that aren't good. It, it's the thing <laughs> is... Natalie Cole, notwithstanding. The Christmas music like business, I think, has become so stagnant that it's like it used to be for artists when you released a Christmas album like that put you back like at the forefront. Oh, yeah. Have you heard the garbage that's coming out recently? Oh, yeah. I mean, like Elvis was going through a lull and then he released his Christmas out, his Christmas special. Blue Christmas. Blue Christmas. Santa Claus is back in town. Love that. Do you know that one? Is that the uh, that's the super bluesy one? Yeah, it's Christmas time, pretty baby. Yeah, yeah, I, know I that love one. that one. Brian Setzer does a nice version. Yes, he's got great Christmas stuff. Yeah, um, that was one of my first concerts, if not my first, was his big band doing a Christmas show. Okay, um, whose turn is it to add? It's your turn, I think. Uh, okay, Christmas music. All right, let's do, um, uh, Last Christmas. Okay. By Wham, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or Christmas Rapping. Do you know that one? Most, oh, I do know Christmas Most people rapping. don't know the name of That's that one. That's a tough one because a lot of people don't like Christmas Rapping. I kind of like Christmas because I love the saxophone in it. I'm picking Christmas Rapping, me, over those two. But I do like Last Christmas also. I think that song is overhated. I think it's fine. I think it's overhated. But I I'll always kind of like, I always kind of bop to it when I hear I'll it. I'll go Christmas Rapping. Now, we do have to address one thing. I don't think Wonderful Christmas Time, Paul McCartney. I don't uh, think no. that's very good. And I don't like Happy Christmas by John Lennon oh, either. Oh, War is Over? Yeah. War is <laughs> over! No, I, no, no. Just John, no. Stick, no, to, stick, no. To, stick to now and then. Um, stick to now and then. But, uh, yeah. So, all right. Let, let me think of another one. Uh Okay. Yeah, the other thing about now and then, hate to go back, is that it's ridiculous that, you know, Taylor Swift just sold us the same bag of dirt again, <laughs> releasing all of her albums again with no changes. And the Beatles can make new music and half of them are dead. Yeah, it's true. And they like shot to number one or whatever, however the. Yeah, charts it just goes work. to show you. Um, nobody's famous when there's a Beatle in the room. Right. Uh, okay. Back to Christmas. Back to Christmas. Um, all right. Have you ever seen Deck the Halls 
with Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito about decorating the house? I don't think so. It's like a bad movie, but it's not. It's anyway. A lot many Christmas movies are just like bad. Yeah. Um Okay. Let's go with I'm going to go back to music here. I might just keep my Christmas classics open to look at this. Um Rocking Around the Christmas Tree or Jingle Bell Rock? I'm going to go Jingle Bell Rock. That's a good one. I actually had that on my list. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Yeah. The other one, but... I'll, I'll go I'll go Jingle Bell Rock, the original, not uh, the Hall & Oates one. Yeah. I'll go... Uh, let's see. In general, secular or traditional carols. It's hard because there's it's so many hard. good ones of each. There's so many good ones of each because I love the traditional, like, God rest ye merry gentlemen. That's a great one. That's, That's so banger. good. That is a... Uh, there's so many. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. That's a good one. Um, I like some of the old English ones, like Good Christian Men Rejoice. Yes, yep. And Ding Dong Merrily on High. Yep. Those are good ones. I'd probably go with those then. I'd probably go traditional. Yeah. Because they're actually good songs. No, they're as well great as songs. Having good meaning, and they stand the test of time. All right, here's a tough one. Then I know I'm double dipping. All right, Oh Christmas Tree or Oh Tannenbaum. Oh Tannenbaum. I like the way it sounds in Garmin. Yeah, Oh Tannenbaum. Um, okay, Frosty the Snowman or Rudolph. I'll take Rudolph. I was Frosty always creeped me out. It's like, why do these people have such big feet? <sighs> I might go Frosty. I used to watch when I was a kid. I used to watch Frosty in like July. I like, uh, but I do as far as soundtrack, the Rudolph soundtrack oh, is better with Burl Lives. All yeah. right, let's do uh, Silver and Gold or Holly Jolly Christmas. Holly Jolly Christmas. Yeah, it's, although it's such Silver a good and one. Gold is great. Silver and Gold. Um, Can we talk about that? A wise person once said, and I'm quoting Jack Stratton of the band Wolfpack, but he's right. There is no more purely Jewish act than writing a Christmas hit. <laughs> um, it's true. I, it, Bur Burl Ives was Jewish, right? As was Irving Berlin. Yes. Of White Christmas. Of White Christmas. Yeah, White Christmas. I just watched All White right, Christmas. White Christmas or Holiday Inn. I have not seen Holiday Inn, so I... I think Holiday Inn is good. It has Fred Astaire in it. Fred Astaire. White Christmas, it's my gripe with it. I think it's great. It's too long. It is quite long, and the thing is, it's not really about Christmas until the last 10, 15 minutes of the movie. There's another movie that's like that. And, like, yes, it starts, they're at war, and they're dreaming of a white Christmas. They all want to be home, and I get that. And then they finally get the white Christmas in Vermont at the end, but it, it's like it, it's not as much Christmas as, as I would have expected it to be. All right. You know, here's the other movie that's like that, and I think this one beats both of those handily, is It's a Wonderful Life. I love It's a Wonderful that's Life. That's a great movie. Great movie. Jimmy Stewart. That's a long one, too. It is long. That one's long. Miracle and on 34th Street. I think, um, what, Fred Mertz is in there. <laughs> I don't know what his real name, I don't know what the actor's real name, but Fred Mertz from I Love Lucy is in that. It's, um, that one's a good one, and... We watched a couple of those uh, with the White Christmas or... Um, then you got Donna Reed. Uh, White Christmas, Miracle on 34th. 
Oh, um, and also, don't forget, in It's Wonderful Life, Lionel Barrymore. Yes. The grandfather of Drew Barrymore. And in oh, White father. Christmas yeah, is, is um, George Clooney's grandmother in White Christmas. Oh, I didn't know that. She's the main... She's... Uh, She's Betty. What? What's her name? Something Clooney, obviously, but I can't remember. Um, but uh, all of these movies, these classic movies, I'll look them up. And this was before they had ratings on movies, so they're just like not rated. Yeah, there's no like G or PG or anything like that. Oh, you mean you just see? I was like, why are you looking up the rating? Oh, like reviews of it? No. Oh. No, no, just no, I'm like saying, the why are you looking up what the movie is rated? So like if I'll IMDB it, oh, it'll just come it, up. like always at the top it'll say what the movie's rated and this'll just say like it's not rated anything. Uh like I don't think White Christmas is rated, Holiday Ends not rated. Um Okay. Uh is it my turn? Your turn? Um, I don't remember. If you got one, just go. Okay. That turn system <laughs> didn't last long. Let it snow. Or it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'll take Let It Snow. I'll take Let It Snow. Okay, but then I'll go Let It Snow or Silver Bells. Silver Bells. I'll take Silver Bells. Silver Bells. Uh, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> okay. Or, I just had it. Hold on. Little Saint Nick. I'll take Feliz Navidad. I'll take Feliz Navidad with um, Jose Feliciano. Santa Claus is Coming to Town is not a bad song. Strange movie, though. Oh, yeah. Weird, weird movie. Oh, yeah. I like the one with the heat miser better. Is that New Year's Baby? Is it that, Or is that the year without Santa I Claus? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, were, we didn't watch those too much growing up. Um, the one that I still like is uh, A Christmas Carol. I love A Christmas. I've never seen Scrooged with Bill Murray. I've never seen that I, either. I've been... You know, it's a great Christmas movie. If you haven't seen that, you need to see. It's called 29th Street. I it's, haven't seen it. It's um, it's pretty much like a, you know, 70s mob movie. That's yeah. a Christmas movie. It's <laughs> sets in Queens. It's, uh, you can probably find it on YouTube. It's a really good movie. You'll love it. There's no way you won't like it. 29th Street? It's called 29th Street. Okay. Winter Wonderland or Melikalikimaka. Oh, uh, well, I'll take Winter Wonderland. Yeah, I'll take Winter Wonderland. Um, what's that stupid one with the hippopotamus? I want a hippopotamus yeah. for um, Christmas. Which one, to, which, which one to pair up with that? Uh, you could do. I don't know because it's gonna lose. A marshmallow world. I don't. I like that one. That's I don't mind that one. That yeah, that one's a little. Uh, every year you say the same thing to me, and you haven't said it this year. As far oh. as Christmas songs go, you say the same line every year. We'll be sitting at a meal or something at a table somewhere, and you'll go, underrated Christmas song, The Man with the Bag. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't even remember saying that. And you didn't say it this year. <laughs> the Man with the Bag. The Man with the Bag, which like is an underrated Christmas song. Um, Here Comes Santa Claus by Gene Autry. Oh. Or Christmas, parentheses, Baby, Please Come Home. I don't know that one off the top of my head. Take me, Christmas. Give, give me a bar. Well, the sun's coming. The snow's coming down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll take uh, Gene Autry. 
Well, then let's do um, let's do the Battle of the Autries. Okay. He, here comes Santa Claus uh-huh. or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Ooh. That's his most well-known song yeah. is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's the OG. Uh-huh. Um, I hate that I just said OG. Uh, I can take it out in post. Yeah, could, I'll probably do it. Nah, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to go... Here comes Santa Claus. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, here's what I don't like, and maybe I'll catch some flack for this. <sighs> I feel like they play it every year, <laughs> and you're supposed to worship you're, it. You're, you're, oh, so aggravated. Oh, and, yeah, I, I think I know. No, I don't think you do. The the Bruce Springsteen Santa Claus is coming. Oh to town. no, that's not where I thought you were going. But I I don't like that one either. Santa Claus coming to town. <laughs> Santa Claus coming. To- like no, you're really, not, you're really not too far off there. I'm sorry, but I know which one you're thinking of too. Yeah, freaking, you know who. All I want for Christmas, which I would actually take that one over the other one, the Santa Claus, the, the that's, Bruce Springsteen. That's, that's really saying something. That's fighting words. I like the uh, Sting has a great Christmas song. I did not know this. Three ships. I saw three ships. Oh, I'll come check that. I like that song. Christmas I think Day Nat Cole does a nice one of that. Yes. Um, so, ah, man, there's so many. I'm trying to go back to movies here. Elf or the Santa Claus with Tim Allen? I'll take Elf. I'll still take Elf. Yeah, I might take Elf too. Even though I do like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Um, and then the third Santa Claus has Martin Short in it. As, oh, I haven't seen that. As Jack Frost. Um, it's certainly the least of the three of them, but it's uh, I, I think Martin Short is good. Anything Martin Short's going to enhance anything that he's in. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like salt. He's like lemon he's juice. Like salt, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, how about, how about cuisine? Christmas dinner. We don't have a default thing that we always make. We Neither skip we. around. Like, we've done pasta. Yeah, we mm. do pasta with red sauce very often. Which I'm totally fine with on Christmas. I'd love it. Oh, yeah, me too. We've we done, usually do ravioli. Yep. Oh, yeah, we've done that plenty of years. Um, we've done ham. Uh, I don't do ham that much. I like a ham. I do like a ham. We did Cornish hens one time. Mm, uh, that's an interesting choice. Yeah, no, it... it Skip, my, skip the corner shed. Skip the corner shed. My mother got food poisoning from it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, skip the Cornish hen. Um, I feel like Thanksgiving. It's a lot easier to identify like what's on the table. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it, there we go. We 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 haven't talked since Thanksgiving. What's your favorite Thanksgiving side? The mashed potatoes is going to yeah. take the top for me. Anytime. It's, to me, it's always the uh, the stuffing that was inside the bird. And I like the stuffing. I like too. it in the bird stuffing. Um. But I also, so we did, uh, we, we have a recipe in my family for carrot pudding. Interesting. That it, it's so delicious. And this year it came out. So, and, and we did a, we did a sausage stuffing with rice this year also, oh. um, which came out really good. Uh, and when I say we, my mother made these, um, and I forget what else we did, uh, but like turkey, I feel like everybody just does turkey because you're supposed to. Yeah, but year. I will say this year the turkey was actually the star. It came out better 
Now, yes, it can be the star. When it comes out really good, it's the star. It's going to be the star. But if it's just your run in the mill, people disagree. But I, I eat the dark meat. Yeah, I, I don't I like mind. The, the, I, like I don't the care thigh. about the dark meat. I like the thigh. Um, I think the thigh is the best part of any bird. It's just so flavorful. It's so easy to cook. Yes. Um, and and I some people do turkey on Christmas. I don't think I ever have done turkey on Christmas. That's popular Probably around not. the world. Yeah, I, I don't but think we I've don't ever do it done because it. we have it on Thanksgiving, right? And it's like I can't take cooked turkey more than like yeah. once a year. There's no, there's no way you've never done a goose, have you? No. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's done a goose. Have you done a goose? No. Um, <laughs> that reminds me that. <laughs> I don't know why. The curb your enthusiasm where he's chasing the swan. No, where Larry David's testing the heat of the coffee and he sticks his nose in it and uh, hurt. Richard Lewis is sitting next to him. He goes, What are you a fucking goose? <laughs> <laughs> uh Curb is coming back February twelfth. Another season? Another season. God bless. February twelfth. there's rumors that it might be the last, but how many times has that happened? How many times? I mean, the funny thing is the show's been going for like over 20 years, but like they're in like the 12th season. Yeah. Because they there's no schedule to when they... He kind of just does it whenever he feels like doing it. That's totally Because I don't think he's pressed for cash. I think he's the richest comedian there ever was. There was also some breaking news. Did you hear what Jerry Seinfeld said about a month ago? No. Um... He was on stage, and Jerry does this thing. I've seen Jerry once before, but at the end of every show, he does Q&A with the audience. Oh, really? Um, he will leave the stage, and then he will come back out, and he will do Q&A with the audience. And he That's will fun. He will talk to them. And someone asked him something about the Seinfeld finale. And he said... He said, you know, he's like, I've been thinking about that finale a lot recently. And he said, and Larry and I have been working on something having to do with that finale. And he says, we're not going to get into details of it, but we are thinking the exact same thing you're thinking. And we're working on it right now. That's great. So I don't, people are like, does that mean there's going to be like another episode? Are they going to try and redo the ending? Are they going to? Because a lot of people were very peeved by it, disappointed by the ending. Um, and I was not one who was so disappointed because I think if you were there at that time, I think there was probably a lot of hype leading up to well, it. Well, my parents, specifically my mother, always tell me that there was there hasn't been anything like that show. That was the show that every single person watched. Yes. That, that show changed the way people speak. I think they got like there are so many phrases that are in the dictionary now because that, of Seinfeld. That, because of Seinfeld that you can and many old ones that were introduced. Like, any topic, like yada yada any yada. Com- yeah, yada yada yada. Any conversation that comes up every day. I think I use the Seinfeld reference probably every day of my life. I I even if I don't out loud, I do in my head. And it's one of those shows. I will say this. There are great sitcoms out there. It's there a comfort show for me. Awesome sitcoms, and it is a comfort show. That is one show where I can't think of a truly bad episode. 
There are episodes I don't like as as much as others. Yeah. I can't think of a the, bad it's, episode. It's it's uh it never it's like the Beatles for us and we keep going back. We got to talk about different things here. I know. But it they they never you never get tired of it. You never get tired of it. And um you know, I just I just finally after all these years finished watching Frasier all the way through. Uh which is another great show. And um they brought Frasier back recently, and there's a new, like, rebooted Frasier now. Um, and, uh, They're rebooting fucking everything. They are. Uh, but that's the thing that people are, that, like, people are saying about Seinfeld. They're like, is there going to be, like, another episode or so? So we don't know. But he said, like, my, my thought process is if Larry David's involved with it, we won't be disappointed by it, whatever it is. That, that's just, that's what I've been saying. Yeah. Because he had left. The last two seasons of Seinfeld are a little different than the rest of them because he yes, had left. He left. I noticed that. But he did come back for the finale. For the finale, he came back. And he's been the one that's defended the finale all these years and said that it was it was the right thing and they went out the right way. Yeah, I don't I don't really have a problem with it. I think it's great. I don't have a problem. I still have it. I always forget season nine has a lot of the really very best episodes in it. It does. And and the later seasons will have iconic episodes in it. Um yeah. Festivus is in season nine. I didn't Speaking realize of that. holiday episodes. I didn't re- Merv Griffin is one of my favorite. It, because and it's because it's very easy to say that there's no character development. Yes. I think there is character development. Just not in the way... There's no you, arc. Right. There's no arc. They, right. they are the same people. They don't learn anything. But what the, the further and further... Um, the further and further the characters got developed, the more they could lean into their own personalities. I got two fun facts for you. Okay. Did you know... Well, did you know that Michael Richards won more Emmys for that show than anybody else on the show? Yes, because speaking of Frazier, Frazier always won the Emmys, and uh, David Hyde Pierce, who played Niles, always won supporting actor, and Jason Alexander, I think maybe won once, but that was it. But Kramer, uh, but Kramer uh, always Michael won. Michael Richards won Best Supporting Actor like yep. four times. Yep. And um, here's another one. Do you know who has the most Emmys in television history? This, yes, this person I did. also has the most Screen Actors Guild awards. Oh, I think I knew this. Is it a sitcom actor? Yes. Oh boy. <sighs> it's not Ted Danson. Nope. Um cuz I was like maybe it was Cheers. Eh. I think Cheers might have the most Emmys of any show. I don't know. Um, I don't know that off the top of my head. But as far as actors Still alive? Oh, yeah. Don't think too hard. Don't know. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, yeah. She, she's she been the most successful since Seinfeld. She's, um, like, brilliantly, sensationally good at everything she does. Yes. Um, she was the one who kind of broke that curve because, like, Jason Alexander and, and Michael Richards, I think they had tried to do shows after Seinfeld, but they both flopped. She's had several shows since Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Um, I, Veep. I never watched Veep, but... I know people who like it. I, I trust that she's quite good in it, judging by all the awards that they win. 
Um, but yeah, she's great. Um, and she's also in Christmas Vacation, one of my favorite Christmas movies. That's right. Uh, she's the next door neighbor. Um, but yeah, she's great. Uh, but Seinfeld, going back to Christmas, Seinfeld is one of the few shows that I probably only show as far as sitcoms that wouldn't do like a holiday episode or something That's like that. That's right. Festivus was probably the closest to they a always, Christmas they, episode they, they would do. Their trope was avoiding tropes. Yes. It was, you know... And, and I give them... Oh, that's when that's when he works at the bagel shop and he goes on strike and he goes, Hey, no bagels, no bagels, no bagels, no bagels. <laughs> I'm back! <laughs> they were like on strike for 11 years or something. That's when it was in a schwitz. Um, <laughs> Taking it to the streets. Is that when he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's a good one. And... Uh, George is working at Kruger. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, been watching that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, you got to feel comfort around the holidays. You do. And nothing will give me comfort like a sitcom like a for old, some reason. Uh, just a good, easy laugh. Good, easy laugh. And this time of year, it's what everybody needs. Do you have some favorite Christmas traditions that you do? Um, We have a lot. Yeah, uh, I mean... We always host Christmas Eve. That that's always something. Um, you know, a lot of them. I'm trying to think like specific things. Probably not. I mean, used to watch certain movies every year. Uh, it's been different ever since I, you know, haven't been at home as much for the holidays. I mean, I'm home every every year. Yeah, at that yeah. Time. But, no, I understand. Uh, but. Uh, so I can't I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I'm like we absolutely do every we used to be when my mom still had the house uh the weekend of Thanksgiving like the day after the lights were going up and yeah. I was outside and you know helping out the tree was going up everything uh so those were always fun um but uh I like that I like I helped my dad after Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving year. and I like going on the roof going on the roof it's fun up there it's fun just don't fall off uh yeah it's so, another christmas song i don't like up on the housetop yeah yeah that that about that yeah um that was the worst facsimile of a song <laughs> yeah but that's pretty much what the song is all right so what are, what are your christmas traditions we do a lot we bake cinnamon buns for christmas eve we used to do that and leave that out for santa instead of cookies oh that's yeah but now um but now, oh, I just got a great this or that. I'll I'll tell you after okay. this. All right. But we still make them now. They're good. I've been I usually take control of that, and so I've been trying to tweak my recipe. But you know, going to cut down the Christmas tree, making struffoli. Oh yeah, that's one. That's I love one. that, and I don't care. Struffolas, struffolas, as some yeah. people call them. I don't. I don't. Um. I don't care if nobody else eats them. That's my favorite thing. And I always make them. Describe struffles for people who don't understand. We call them struffoli. Because it's, it's the an, strangest thing to try and describe. It's it's a little citrusy honey dough ball. Yep. Um, it's That's an it. unleavened dough, so it doesn't rise like bread. It's kind of a yeah. dough. It just has eggs in it. And then you roll them into a ball, you fry them, and then you glaze them in honey and lemon juice. Yeah. My grandmother used to put sprinkles on them, too. Yeah, you put sprinkles yeah. or um, candied orange peel sometimes. Yep, yep. Wow. Yeah. 
the struffalas. I always look forward to making those because it, it makes the kitchen smell good. I've started an I've started a new one. Um, you don't drink, so unfortunately, you will not be able to partake. But I've been making homemade limoncello the past couple of years. Oh, there you go. And I bottle it up and I hand it out to people. I buy glass bottles on Amazon with the little shrink tops. Yeah. And believe it or not, you can use a clothes steamer to shrink wrap stuff. Really? Yes, you can. I learned that when I was doing this, and it makes a nice little professional looking. It's just that simple. That's a nice touch, though. It's a classy touch. Yeah, because when some you could, you made them something homemade, and then they can peel the plastic off and uncork it. Yeah. It's a nice little novelty. Makes them feel like it's a it's a factory seal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't. I didn't even wash my hands. Yeah. <laughs> nah, right. I mean, uh, uh, you know, seventy five proof grain alcohol kills yeah. everything. What's your uh, What's your this or that? This or that. Presents or stocking? Oh, boy. <sighs> There's something about that stocking that I really like. Yeah, because like... Because I love a little tchotchke thing. There's fun stuff in there. There's fun stuff in that stocking. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I like stuff like that. Um, maybe I'd have to go stocking. Now, now, this or that. Stocking before presents or after presents? Before. It's before, the appetizer. Before. It's, it's the, the appetizer. appetizer. Everybody run! <laughs> it's the appetizer. <laughs> the SS diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't been getting each other as much stuff because we're older now and it's just yeah, not what right. you do. Yeah, right. I, I mean, so what, there's four of us. And so what we try and do now is one person opens a gift at a time to kind of like stretch it out. Yeah, yeah. It used to be like one person go at a time. But now we do like one person. You alternate. You know, alternate. And um, yeah. What's funny, what my dad always does is he always gets us like a small little toy. They're normally a remote. He always gets us some sort of remote control device that flies because he Look says, at this. yeah, but he, he, he likes it. And it's, they are fun. They're, and they keep coming out with new ones every year and they're cheap, but he likes it because. He says he misses the noise of the toys on Christmas. He's like, you need, there's, you got to get some, you got to get yeah. one thing that you can play That's with. That's a nice touch, though. I think it's, he likes to do it every year. He's like, you got to get one thing that you can play with on Christmas morning. Now, do you have any routines before you start to open the gifts, or is it just you're all waking up and you're just going? Now, because we're all older, we just wake up. We kind of just sit there and have coffee, and usually that's when we eat the cinnamon rolls. We save the cinnamon roll. Okay. Fabrication until the night before. And that's your breakfast. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, that's... And then Yule Log, because we don't have a fireplace. Oh, yeah, Famously, the, we love the Gracie Mansion Pix 11 Yule Log. I'm a fan of the Birchwood edition. I do like the Birchwood. I like that... There's I a can... holiday one on there now. Well, what I like Netflix. with the Birchwood is that you can play your music out of speakers and then have the TV provide the crackling noise yes yeah it's so corny but I'm but you gotta put it that. on um yeah we always just open gifts right in the morning my i think my mom always said people... we can't do anything until i have my coffee i gotta make my coffee first yeah same. does anybody want coffee and then um i mean we're usually hosting so now then it's usually just getting dressed real quickly and uh then i'm helping my dad what time is dinner on christmas we usually eat around four. <laughs> it's like, why on holidays do we my, eat so my, early? My parents love to eat early on a Sunday. They, they yeah. grew up doing that. I'm t- swear to God, l- last Sunday, we had dinner at three o'clock. Wow. I had to like make a sandwich at like eight. <laughs> yeah. Because you like, got hungry again. Even at this time of year, 
It's, it's like, kind of oh, the nice, sun though. is still up. But and this was these were the days when you would spend hours at the table. Yes, and I mean Thanksgiving, we ate at uh, we ate at three thirty, four o'clock. Yeah, we ate at four thirty on Thanksgiving, and it's uh, it's an interesting. It's the early bird special. It really is. It's the early part. And we used to do that when my grandparents were alive because they couldn't eat very late because they weren't staying up late. And so yeah. we would we would do that to accommodate them. But now still, it's like anytime companies go, I'll be here at two. We'll yeah. eat at three. It'll be great. Put the hors d'oeuvres out. It'll be great. Yeah, then we go and sit. Yeah. Another tradition we have is highball season. Highball season. Perhaps the most fun one. It kind of started as a joke, but then co-workers of uh my dad started taking it seriously so now it's a tradition we only drink it this time of year you can only drink it from sundown on thanksgiving eve mm-hmm. until sunset on the feast of the epiphany okay and very good all That's it is the, yeah all it is for those of you who'd like to make it there are familial variations of this but it pretty much at its core is a canadian blended whiskey ginger ale and a maraschino cherry for us there it's always go. canadian club Canada Dry, and a cherry that has a stem. Turkey Club. Yeah, Turkey Club. Car crash of a Turkey Club. It was a car crash of a Turkey Club circling back. No frizz. But you know what? It's it's very similar, because like Seagram 7 is a... Yeah. And if you mix that with 7-Up, it's a 7 and 7. So it's actually very similar to a 7 and 7. No, here's something. Anytime I went over for holidays to my grandparents' house, they ever served Fresca. The soda? Yeah, you ever fresca? had fresca? Yeah, I've had fresca. It's my grandmother good would, for a sugar-free soda. And my grandmother would keep all the sodas downstairs. She'd go, go downstairs, yes. get yourself what some... what the fuck was with that? Get They'd yourself always keep some it fresca. downstairs. Or she'd say that they made a special trip downstairs not, not to downstairs, get downstairs. Down in the cellar. In the cellar. <laughs> go downstairs. Down the cellar. Get yourself some fresca. Or we get got yourself an iced tea. An iced tea, <laughs> fresca, whatever you want. Yeah, Fresco was always Fresco didn't taste bad. It was kind of it was Sprite-ish. It was it was like fruity Sprite. It was fruity Sprite. And uh <laughs> down the cellar. Go and get some Fresco down in the cellar. And the co- the pantry was always downstairs. The and the the We always called the pantry, I don't know why, the bunker. The bunk go down it's in the down bunker. The bunker. <laughs> down in the bunker. Because you let her you could survive there. Oh well, yeah, probably. If there was a nuclear event <laughs> yeah 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 well that's good that's a little fun christmas uh, episode here we're yeah. um, well uh we hope you all enjoy your traditions or yeah. lack thereof we might get another one out i don't know no promises yeah we might squeeze one we in we might squeeze another one in but if we don't and merry christmas merry and happy christmas, holidays merry christmas and happy if we holidays do, we'll wish you merry christmas and happy holidays again yes and uh, and and enjoy enjoy this 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 time this season. Yes. And, uh, Stay yeah. in the moment and just enjoy everything around. Enjoy you. the struffles. Enjoy the struffles. All right. And of course, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Salud. Salud. Thank you.